The Sonoran Desert in southern Arizona is breathtaking. Its vastness, the saguaro cacti, the majestic sky. But just as it is beautiful, it is dangerous. The days are swelteringly hot and the nights can freeze you to the bone. The sun is relentless. The wildlife can be unfriendly. There are pathways littered with items left behind by someone who could no longer carry them because they were picked up by border patrol or because they collapsed from exhaustion or dehydration or because their guide or coyote left them behind. It's not a place to venture into unprepared. Due to the militarization of the border and the partially completed wall meant to hold people out, this is the stretch of land that migrant people are funneled through, and it is the most treacherous part of the desert. The Border Patrol policy of deterrence has been with us since the mid-1990s. The notion is that if it is so dangerous that many people die crossing the border, then people will stop trying. This has failed miserably. People have not stopped trying, but in the last 20 years, 6,000 people have died trying to cross the border. In the summer of 2010, when I lived in Tucson, the coroner had to expand his operation by purchasing a large trailer to accommodate the record numbers of bodies they were recovering from that small stretch of beautiful land. No More Deaths, a humanitarian aid group that is in relationship with our Unitarian Universalist congregation in Tucson, offers water, food, and basic medical care to people who cross the border. They offer clean socks and a place to rest for a brief while. They have to walk a very fine line because it's illegal for them to leave water in the desert. They have to navigate laws very careful, carefully in order to provide the help that they do. We legislate against humanitarian aid. Our border policy uses this beautiful land as a weapon. I cannot imagine what goes through someone's mind when crossing this land. What desperation must lead to leaving your families and homeland behind? What hope keeps you going when you are thirsty and tired and there's no end in sight? Borders have always been fluid. Conquests and land sales have moved them over and over again. Large-scale migrations of people have long been a part of the human story. Borders move. People move. Borders have always been fluid. Yet there are those who believe that people are illegal if they step across that imaginary line. Our rhetoric around immigration promotes fear and hate rather than love and justice. We dehumanize each other. We claim that some have more of a right to be on this land than others. We forget that this nation has immigration built into its foundations. We overlook the U.S. policies that have wreaked economic havoc on our neighbors, Mexico and Guatemala. We create laws that make the problem much worse. We use fear to generate incredible wealth for the few by making it profitable to treat migrant people as criminals. So for those who leave behind all that they have known and who survive that treacherous desert, 
What awaits them is our criminalized immigration enforcement. Being an undocumented person, let us remember, is not criminal. It is a civil infraction. But in Phoenix, Arizona, routine raids of Latino neighborhoods fill the prisons. Sheriff Joe Arpaio is notorious for his harsh, harsh enforcement of immigration laws and his blatant human rights violations in how he treats the people he rounds up and then imprisons. He is a lover of chain gangs, and he houses people in tents even through the summer in Phoenix, Arizona. He clothes people in stripes, forcing them to wear pink underwear in an attempt to emasculate the men. I had the pleasure of staying in his 4th Street jail on July 29, 2010, and I'll tell you it's not pretty. They only feed you twice a day. And if you miss the meal by 30 minutes, you're waiting 12 hours until you get fed. Senate Bill 1070 was the new immigration law on the scene at that time. Police officers had come out against it, for it required them to racially profile people and to arrest people for civil, not criminal, charges. It would force everyone to carry papers with them everywhere they went and would foster fear in people of color. It was a nasty piece of legislation that unfortunately is being copied by other states across the land. A call for a boycott of Arizona had gone out late in the spring of 2010. Hearing this, the Unitarian Universalist Association's Board of Trustees had a difficult decision ahead of them. General Assembly, our national conference, was set to be in Phoenix in 2012. Deposits had already been put down to reserve the space, so to back out would have cost us dearly. But member congregations were urging the UUA not to come, not to support the state that was hurting their congregations and their congregants with such a bill. So the UUA board decided to bring the issue to the delegates of General Assembly of 2010. It was our democracy in action, and it was a highly charged discussion. No one seemed neutral. One side was adamant that it would be wrong to break the picket line and that it would be unsafe for our people of color to come to such a place. The other side passionately argued that the loss of all that money would keep us from being able to do so much good in the world when the boycott would likely be over in two years anyway. Both sides had clear and well-thought-out arguments, and in an incredible showing of democracy, we eventually reached a decision. A compromise was found. We would hold General Assembly in Phoenix, but we would do only the business of the association that was required by our bylaws. The rest of the week would be devoted to justice work. We've since been calling it Justice GA. The numbers we bring to a city for General Assembly are powerful. So together, this year, we will witness for human rights and justice, equity and compassion in Phoenix. We will learn about the causes of migration and the policies in place that make the path to legal citizenship so difficult. But mostly, we will offer a faithful presence of love in a place that seems overrun with fear. At that 2010 General Assembly, we also chose our current study action issue, 
We choose a study action issue every two years to study and discuss together in order to learn how to better take action that is in line with our values. We chose immigration as a moral issue. Throughout our association, our congregations are looking closely at the deeply troubling issue of immigration from the standpoint of people who believe in the sacredness of human life and the importance of justice and compassion. We are looking at the term illegal being used by media to refer to human beings and determining where love is present in this argument. This is also part of our national justice campaign, Standing on the Side of Love. Through it, we are continuing to define our faith as a group of committed justice seekers who stand with the oppressed and those in need because that is where love calls us to be. Reverend Peter Morales, president of the UUA, who also spent some time in Sheriff Joe Arpaio's 4th Street Jail in 2010, writes, as a religious people advocate for human rights and seek justice. We must never make the mistake of confusing legal right with moral right. The forced removal of Native Americans from their land and onto reservations was legal. The importation and slavery of Africans was legal. South African apartheid was legal. The confiscation of property of Jews at the beginning of the Nazi regime was legal. The Spanish Inquisition was legal. Crucifying Jesus was legal. Burning Michael Savitas at the stake for his Unitarian theology was legal. The powerful have always used the legal system to oppress the powerless. He continues, It is true that as citizens we should respect the rule of law. More importantly, though, our duty is to create laws founded on our highest sense of justice, equity, and compassion. Loud voices urge us to choose fear, denial, reactionary nationalism, and racism. We must resist and choose the better way urged by every major religious tradition. We must choose the path of compassion and hope. We must choose a path that is founded on the recognition that we are connected, that we are all in this together. It was this legacy in our faith that led me to Phoenix on that day in in 2010. It was our history of standing up for our, our moral law, even when it is illegal, that compelled me to block a path that Sheriff Joe Arpaio takes to raid neighborhoods and rip families apart. But if you want the whole story of that day, of my arrest, along with 83 others, many of whom were UUs from all over the country, you'll have to wait a little bit longer. And you'll have to attend the class I'm getting ready to offer called Immigration as a Moral Issue. Since it became our study action issue, the UUA has been developing resources to help congregations delve into this complicated issue surrounding the immigration debate. Over the last couple of weeks, our Sunday morning adult religious education program has whet your appetite a bit, I hope. This issue is charged and close to people's hearts. I hope that you all consider grappling with the issues with me over the next few months. I will return to Phoenix for Justice GA to stand on the side of love. Won't you consider joining me? Won't you be counted among those that stand for justice and peace, 
for equity and compassion, for togetherness and love. Now, I recognize that many of you cannot go to GA, but for those who cannot go yourselves, you can be a part of the movement by coming to the class or by engaging in the, in the conversation so that we can come together to understandings about where love stands in these difficult issues. Or you could sponsor one of your friends so that others can go. Many congregations sponsor their delegates financially, and we are looking to add this to next year's budget. This is just one of the many important things we hope that your pledge will fund in the coming year. I believe that love is present wherever humanity is affirmed. It shines forth from a compassionate word. It sparkles in the eyes of a stranger becoming a friend. It spreads every time that neighbors welcome each other or anyone grasps hands with another. It's present in the tent city jail that Sheriff Joe Arpaio has set up to house undocumented people. It is present along the border where people fight to cling to life on their journey. And it will certainly be present this coming June in Phoenix, where Unitarian Universalists from across the country gather to harness the power of love to overcome fear and hate. Let us witness the incredible power of love. We are surrounded by a love which knows no borders, which will not be confined or contained, which will which does not discriminate against anyone based on race, color, nationality, or creed. Let that love shine forth from your eyes and your lips and your hands. Let that love shine. Amen.